right month. This week, who can take the projects and make it even more horrifying? The Candyman can. Welcome back, audience, to How Good Was It? Where we review movies from the past to see if they still hold up. And I'm joined here, as usual, by my compadre in crime. Hello, Scott. Hey, what's happening, Gia? And back by our popular demand. Very glad to have you back here. What's up, Dana? What is going on, Main Man June? I was going to say, hey, it's spooky Dana, but then I was saying spook and black guy. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to (laughs) Beam. I didn't think it was that type of podcast, but what's up, June? It is now, apparently. You said it, not me. (laughs) And we have a very special guest with us tonight. Our good friend, or my good friend, hopefully he'll become your good friend as well, Jose. Say hello, Jose. Hey, y'all. What's up? (laughs) We are smack dab in the middle of our Halloween Fright Month. We are having a blast bringing you our reviews on these classic horror films, of which tonight is one of special meaning in particular to, I think, myself and Jose, as two boys who grew up in ghettos, very familiar with projects. This one was like home to us. This week, it's Candyman. Candyman. Who is that? I came for you. Do I know you? Now, she is about to discover. Tell me. What's behind the mystery? I'm sick. What's behind the legend? Listen, he's under the bed! And most terrifying of all... Come with me. What's behind the mirror? He's here. Candyman, you don't have to believe. Just beware. Hey, wait a minute. Where's Joe AP at, by the way? I don't I don't see Joe AP anymore. Yes, if you may have, as you may have noticed, audience, I didn't introduce Joe AP, regrettably so, because he is not here today. He has some real life shit to attend to. You know, we have our lives, we are working peoples, and uh Joe has some studying to do. He's uh he's doing his best to grow as a he is a, an architect, I believe, right, Scott? Uh, yeah, but I think he's doing his best to avoid Candyman. I don't think he's doing his best to, you know, <laughs> maybe he's at home studying or maybe he's just avoiding uh, watching Candyman. It's one, it's one or the other. As we have touched upon before in this podcast, Joe AP usually doesn't do too well with horror films. And we figure this being Fright Month here at How Good Was It might be a little hard on him. And I think this film in particular is one of those films that might make him poopy his pants. <laughs> and uh, Joe AP, your presence is missed. We hope you de- decide to come back, even if it's after Fright Month. <laughs> but I'm sure he will be. I'm sure he'll listen to this episode. We jo- we love you and miss you, Joe AP. Come back for Fright Month. Where we promise no bites. <laughs> no, Nothing will harm you. Nobody's going to say anybody's name three times and something's going to come and murder you. No, it's not going to happen. Don't be saying Joe that. AP, Joe AP, Joe AP, Joe AP, Joe AP, Joe AP. Oh, is he going to appear now? Uh, that's a good idea, Dana. 
But here we go with our Candyman episode. What do we remember about this film? I I think we what we remembered is I don't remember the film. I remember going to see it in the theater and that, um, you know, I know Tony Todd's in it. I know Candyman has a hook. And if you say his name three times and he will appear in a mirror or does he appear in the mirror? He appears behind you. Do you have to say it in the mirror? Does anybody know, Mm -hmm. Jose, do you know the laws of Candyman? You're right. You say it in the mirror and then he appears behind you. So if you if I just said it out loud and there's no mirrors around Candyman's shit out of luck. Don't try it. Don't try it. <laughs> I got it. Reflective surfaces. Reflective surfaces. Right. Okay. So, okay. Ah, yes. It was, I was going to ask. Does it have to be? Does a mirror or a reflective surface have to be mm-hmm. involved? But, but apparently, yeah, so, I think yeah. a mirror is definitely part of the theme of what what happens when you say Candyman. Yeah. So we mentioned the actor's name, which is what Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Yeah, sounds like a porno uh, actor's name, but you know, whatever. I mean, that, very that's much cool. so. Um, I do remember Tony Todd from other smaller roles, but uh, I believe this was his biggest role, and one Probably, that's yeah. still remembered by. Um, I still read articles to this day about this movie and his role and his performance. As I may have mentioned before, one of the things I remember the most is that the character was known for having bees in its mouth or his mouth, I should say. And he actually did have bees in it. He stuffed his mouth full of bees for this role, which is insanity and, or dedication, or I don't know what you want to call it, but, um, Hey man, uh, you know, we've heard of method acting. I guess you could include (laughs) Tony Todd in that, uh, method acting, uh, I didn't know that. And it's so yeah. crazy you said that. I'm first of all, I'm terrified of bees. Mm. It's sad. I know, don't judge me. But, sounds smart, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but when just hearing June say that, I was just like, I can't even imagine that. And as much as I kind of think I know about this film and the, be- the behind the scenes of it, I never knew that. So that's a uh, yeah. Tony, you're beyond gangster now for me. Yeah, above and beyond, <laughs> man. The setting for this film was something else that we kind of touched upon before recording this um, was a very interesting choice. This story takes place in the the Cabrini Green Projects, which was a notorious part of town in Chicago. um, I believe from the 70s, even going into the 90s. I don't think it exists anymore. I think that neighborhood has been pretty. Yeah, I think that neighborhood has been pretty gentrified by now. I think they tore down a lot of those uh, projects, but it was known. It was a, a very high high crime area. Um, I believe there were like gangs and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was definitely one of those. Yeah. And um, in particular for Jose and myself, who grew up in, in New York and we grew up in ghettos, of which there were projects in proximity. And so for us, it was like it added that extra touch of horror. It was very real to us. I mean, no, there weren't people walking around with hooks for hands and bees in their mouths in our neighborhood wouldn't go that far it depends well in the 80s yeah kind of dicey yeah that's true but it it added a touch of realism for us because uh we did grow up in in that kind of familiar territory familiar to us at least dana dana was mentioning that he saw this as a child when this came out or at least he rented it as a child that must have been extra horrifying for you man 
Yeah. Um, obviously, I wasn't that smart to be put into a room with somebody to say, hey, let's watch Candyman by yourself. And, <laughs> and that's pretty much what I remember from my viewing experience uh, with, with my cousins. So shout out to my cousins for, uh, you know, making me terrified of oh, thanks a Candyman. Lot, <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's like, should never be terrified with somebody with that type of name. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's when I think of the movie, it does bring back that memory of just, you know, family just trying to scare the crap out of me, but then just a lot of subtle details I I tend to kind of recall because it's not a movie I try to see due to my childhood trauma. <laughs> but <laughs> when we were but when we were talking about this earlier, it, it is just it's 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 so diverse compared to the other movies of its day, right? We we talked about like how you know you have other movies where it's like, oh, you're in the suburbs and, you know, it's uh, all of a sudden Freddy Krueger comes out or whatever. But mm -hmm. when you're talking about the projects, it's, you know, or any type of hood, it's like your head's on a swivel about so many other things. The last thing that I can imagine you're thinking about is some dude with a hook and bees in his mouth. So <laughs> I, I think just this idea of just kind of giving you that introspection of just the projects now being part of you know a movie being a character it's like oh shit this this is this is different and and i do remember that part as well which is probably why as a child not only was i afraid of carry man candy man i was probably also afraid of like the projects because you know i didn't grow up in projects <laughs> so so now so now i had two things to be doubly afraid of so um but like we were talking earlier i i love the idea of how this resonates with youtube because you guys did have this idea of how the projects were, how that setting was, and how it brought the movie to life. Um, I honestly think that let's let's remix that shit and let's do it again. Tell us tell us why the idea of a project versus your regular staying at home in the suburbs, whatever. You know what? Why was that so important to this film, and why did you two feel that this was a uh, you know, a movie that you guys could always remember. Uh, Scott, you're allowed to take a bathroom break if you don't want to hear this again. <laughs> <laughs> Dana, you said such a great thing earlier. Um, you said that the projects were a character. That is mm -hmm. such a perfect way to kind of summarize how I saw it too, because, mm -hmm. you know, speaking earlier, I kind of talked more about the characters that were kind of placed in the scenes of the of the projects um and i thought they were really spot on and well done especially shout out to uh vanessa williams i pray that's your name the young actress that lose that her baby disappears and and in her apartment while the lead character is there covered in blood and she's trying to figure out where her baby has gone and all she sees is blood right and the reaction of that mom, young mom in this neighborhood was literally to me like someone I knew. Excuse me. Everything was just done so well. This movie was really well thought out to me anyway, because I felt like they wanted to give the projects their own characters. So when you said that earlier, it literally like resonated. It, it, wasn't, it blew my mind a little bit because I, sometimes people don't realize that 
certain structures or, or um, objects become a character because they are so important and valuable to the film. But I, I, I thought, um, I thought the, the, the characters in the projects were done so well. I thought Virginia Mad Martinson, Madison, Mad Madison, Madison. Yes. <clears throat> Thank you for saying that earlier. I couldn't remember her name. Don't feel bad. We mess up people's she names on this podcast. Her all and her <laughs> best friend, who I'm sorry, I can't think of her name right now, were two of the best characters in that film outside of Todd because and Vanessa Williams because they found themselves in this situation that they definitely were not expecting to be caught up in. And you really get pissed off at Virginia throughout most of that film because shut the fuck up, girl. Like, why are you even saying the name and why are you investigating this thing? But she's a reporter, so her brain is literally <laughs> like she plays that character really well. I thought I, I hear a noise. Stab, stab, stab. Just kill my friends and my family. I don't care. I gotta get this <laughs> fucking story done. <laughs> So um, uh, um, that voice you hear in the background <laughs> audience, it's not a ghost or an apparition. It is Fright Month, <laughs> but no, that is not a spirit. That is my wife, Annalisa. I, my wife obviously remembers this movie a lot better than anyone else. In like this that's what she oh, oh, for sure. Like this is her thing. Like people are getting killed around me. I'm going to go through the mirror. Then I get to the other side of this. <laughs> like everybody else is being killed. This is okay with me. So Annalisa, I have a question for you. You've seen this movie more than the rest of us. Why have you watched this movie 13, 14 times? The story is, <laughs> is really well done because there is a slave history on top of it, you know. There was a part of it that she's in love with a black man. He came back and was in love because I think that he saw her as that white woman that he was in love well, with. Well, no, that, that's why he became Candyman, right? He he was in love with a white woman yeah. and they find out and they kill him. Yeah. Isn't that what that's it was? That's it. So that's his backstory. So that was like the backstory, but she was like, I will try and figure out because I'm that newspaper person and I will crawl into that fire for nobody else, like, you know, at the end. But at the same time, it was a really well done that the slave story was put in there. Like was you appreciate you appreciated the slave aspect of the yes. Story. So Annalise likes slavery. That's what we're saying. Yeah, she <laughs> sounds like she's pro slavery. That's what yeah. I'm okay. pretty sure that's what I'm getting to. She said she liked the slavery aspect of it. Yeah, I, that's the, exactly. <laughs> I apologize. Really, it's okay. I'm uncomfortable, but it's okay. They had white slaves. <laughs> But no, for, for sure, because you remember way more than us. I'm kind of like yeah. Scott. Like, I remember I remember probably peeing my pants more than this movie. So, yeah. like, the more you say, the more I'm like, okay, well, maybe I remember parts and pieces of this. But, like, the, the slave aspect, I kind of remembered it, but I didn't really. Is this a story about vengeance? Is that what you remember? Very vengeance. Because I don't remember... Yeah. So he was wrongfully killed, right? Killed that's kind of he was a bit of the premise. It's a white woman. Like, that's where he was like, yeah. Is that where the bees come into, Annalisa? Is that why he has bees out? He, is that how he died? Actually, now that you mention it, yeah. What was the whole bit? Was yeah, that, was that part of his torture when he was like, oh. You know, oh. he actually put the bees on top of him and 
he was like literally tortured with bees. All right. So Virginia Madison's had an interesting career, right? She started out uh, doing like a lot of the horny 80 movies. She was like a love interest in Clash. Clash, sorry. Uh, she did a lot of like bit parts like that. And then she had a, a Candyman starring lane. But then later on, when she got older, she started getting roles again. And most famously, Sideways. Remember the movie Sideways? Oh, she got it nominated yes, yes, yeah. yeah, no, she... Uh, is she do the like a a haunting of? Is she the one in haunting? No, a good question. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. We we'll have to. We'll go through her IMDb in the second half. But she's she's had a pretty long career. Well, she had, she was in quite yeah. a few films back then. I don't know what she's been doing since then, but she was quite. She was she was on a. Yeah, I'm sure her credits are pretty big. Yeah, Tony Todd probably got typecast after Candyman because to me, if I saw him in anything after that, first thing that came into my mind was Candyman. I think, you know, that's such an iconic role. He'll, you know, from now on, anyone ever saw him, he, he is candy. But just like Robert England, who played Freddie, if you see him in anything, all you can think about yes. is Freddie. So it's such an iconic character. It's kind of hard to continue acting after that. Yeah, and also the thing about Todd was that he had a very yes. distinctive yeah. voice. So I feel like yes. his voice wasn't really that much different from his mm -hmm. character in Candyman. So... Every time I heard, <laughs> and my brain, I, I immediately like in my anytime I even heard, met someone named Helen, I'd be I couldn't help but say, "It's nice to meet you." <laughs> like you know, I was that. Yeah, he, <laughs> he very, no, he does a lot of voice acting. I know he does like a lot of video games. Like, uh, like I was, uh, I saw something recently. I think it's like one of those Spider Man. Like Spider-Man just had a, another remake as far as uh, video games and it, and it sold a lot. And I, I think his he plays one of the voices in it. So, I mean, like he has a very distinct voice, you know, a really good career, you know. And, and yeah, just I, I think it's one of those things where it's like you, you forget sometimes when people are stars and what brings them to the table. But you just constantly always just see them over and over and over again. And he, he's a great example. Hey, man, Virginia, I think like you're just, you know, I remember them. They're character actors, but it's like, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, shit. He was also the star of Candyman. So, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty wild. So, as, as I may not have mentioned this before, but I probably did that our, our, our guest Jose happens to be an actor because I like to blow up his spot. And he's had a lot of, roles in a lot of different shows so if you want to ask him any questions while you're here <laughs> if ask you want to background if, stuff i'm here for you yes but he's been in a lot of stuff i mean he's been yeah yeah we, we need to hear some give of us that. a rundown of yeah we need these credits any new york like show i've done background right. on it law and order i mean of course of i mean new york let me tell you something. I did Law and Order, and they asked me to come in, and they were like, "Oh, you're only gonna be here for a couple hours." They covered me with right. tattoos, right? You can't take a shower, and tomorrow when you come in, we're gonna shoot the scene. <laughs> One of my favorite stories to tell because I got on the subway, and it was like, you know, I'm two thousand years old. So, like when I did that, it was back in the day. It's probably like 15, I don't know, maybe fifteen years ago. Wow! And I got on the train, <laughs> so you see this. Tatted up, up, dude. For a big ass Puerto Rican getting on the train covered in tattoos, and you're like, so you, I do not want to sit next to that guy. So, so you couldn't, 
shower you could you have to shower so uh, was it the kind of thing like if you went to bed was it gonna rub off on your like pillow basically or something? what they told me was i can spray myself uh-huh but so i would go home and like do that get up the next morning go back to set and then i'd be like with this whole, but i lived for it i loved mm-hmm. getting on the train with all these tattoos of course i went ragged out because they told us to come and like Come in like clothes that you're comfortable in. They could be your PJs. We don't care. You're going home and then you're coming back to shoot and we'll dress you the next day. Uh, Jose has shared a lot. I'll figure it out. A lot of little stories and a lot of the actors that he's had the pleasure of meeting. Yes. Um, Very interesting life Jose has led for sure. So back on the subject of Candyman, we already went over the premise. We went over the cast. Is there anything else we want to touch upon as far as this? No, I I think I'm ready to watch it. I think we've been ready to watch it. We confirmed earlier that we're ready to watch it. I'm excited to watch it, and I can't wait to hear Scott's take The pressure. Pressure's on. Yes. I cannot (laughs) wait to hear Scott's take Because, Dana, I know you're going to be on the same page. What does the white guy think of the movie? (laughs) Putting you on the spot. The old white guy with the summer camp. What does he think about if there's nothing else that we can add about Candyman, I guess we could get to watching this film. Please follow, like, and subscribe. Thank you, as always, for joining us, audience. If you haven't yet, check out the first episode to HGWI Presents featuring the Hostess Challenge, where we go down the rabbit hole and on our way to diabetic shock. <laughs> but what a way to go. We We go back do a deep dive on Hostess and what it meant to us in our childhood. And does it mean anything now? Find out. It Check does it out. mean. Yes. Yes. Um, And we have some new stuff coming out. We have How Good Was It? Why Should I Watch? Look out for that because we're going to cover the best of TV yeah, the and streaming. Be- the best is a strong word. But yeah, we're, we're gonna cover we're gonna cover some shows. Thank you to Dana for filling in for Joe AP. Actually, he was slated to uh join us whether Joe AP was here or not, but we're glad you're here. Um, and you will be hearing Dana's voice again. So please stay tuned for that. And thank you to our special guest, Jose. Thank you for having me, y'all. This was so I'm First of all, if you're now listening to the podcast or watching the fucking YouTube channel, anything, go on there and check it out. Forget it. I love all the film stuff. I love the premise, first of all, of this show and the podcast. And you told me of just having a thought process of like saying what you guys remember and then going back to it. It's so dope. Thank you, Jose. I'm just going to say that. Okay. And with that, thank you again, audience, for joining us. We will see you or you will hear us on the second half of our Candyman episode. Everybody say bye. Joey P, Joey P, Joey P. Sit tight. We'll be right back with How Good Was It? Look for new episodes of How Good Was It? every Tuesday on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Overcast, and YouTube. Make sure to follow, to like, and subscribe. For more How Good Was It? check out at How Good Was It? Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Letterboxd, and TikTok. For X, formerly known as Twitter, you can find us at HGWIPod. Welcome back, friends, to How Good Was It? 
where we review the movies of our past to find out if they still hold up. What is up, Scott? Hey, welcome back here. And I am pleased to reintroduce to you once again. Hello, Dana. I heard the question if Scott's actually your favorite, but what's up, Q? <laughs> I, I could switch it up, Dana. You could be my favorite. I don't want to find no Oh, we know who Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, we know who the favorite is. That's this next guy because he's my favorite too. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Oh, that's a sweetheart of a thing to say. We have a special guest. Yes, returning a, special guest. A returning special guest for the second half of this episode. He joins us for the first half and he's back for the second half. Hello, Jose. Say hello to the world. What's up, y'all? Thank you for having me. Right month continues. And so, again, horror-filled month. And this is the second half to our Candyman episode. So we have watched this movie. I actually just finished watching it literally like about an hour ago. Doesn't mean I'm going to remember anything. <laughs> just that I watched it an hour ago. Any of our listeners will tell you, June never remembers anything. <laughs> that is a constant for this show. But um, yeah, should we just dive in or is there anything that we need to go over before we jump into the world of Candyman? No, I think we can we can get into it. I, I can say that um, the movie surprised me. It, it was uh, definitely <laughs> uh, I, I, I did remember it more. I watched the movie. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember the scene. I remember the scene. But but yeah, it, it definitely surprised me. Uh, I'm curious to find out exactly what that means. I gotta, I gotta save something for the end. Come on. Okay. Well, I hope so. Let me specify: this is the first version of Candyman, not the newer version that they did a few years ago, which does tie in. Well, spoiler alert. Yeah, I watched that as well. So oh, I, I, I watched that right after I watched the first, the original one. Okay. And yeah, it, it does tie in. Uh, did you have you guys all seen it? Uh, I take it, Jose, you've seen it, right? Yeah. Dana, have you seen it? didn't watch it like I, I only got like to like the first bit but i think i have an idea of how it turns out just already like i just being I a, mean, it's kind of a yeah, snooty version, but the, the yeah. whole the the hook to it is that the main guy is the baby from the first movie yeah you find out exactly. the end is the main guy is the baby from the first movie he uh he's the uh he's the one who's getting who summons candy man and he's the one that's turning into candy man also so so I remember then, that uh, while I was watching the movie today, the original version, and there's a, in the story, we'll get to it, audience, but in the story, there's a baby that gets uh, taken. And uh, I was like, wait a minute, that's the baby from the new version. Yeah. All grown up, obviously. And uh, so the story does continue in that fashion. But we are here to concentrate on the first version, the original which they beat yes. in uh, what what year was it? It was around 90- 92, I 92. Yeah, I think. 92. 92, yeah. Yes, yeah. which was just yesterday for me, but for you young ones, probably like, you know. A way, and by the way, 92 is a way hornier candy man than, than 2022. <laughs> it is a horny, this is a horny film. I uh, I can I can appreciate it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I was digging it. So Tony Todd had a way of turning people on, man. He, yeah. he it was a, uh, yeah. Yeah, but let's 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 do the deep dive, man. Let's get into candy. All right. Uh, how who wants to start off with the plot? I, June, I think you may have to because it, I think I, it's been the longest since I've seen. It. I saw it. Uh, I don't know. Whenever we recorded the first episode, I watched it that night. So that was uh, I watched it at midnight that night. So that was like four or five days ago. 
and then of course I I watched other Candyman properties, so uh, I kind of forgot some of it. <laughs> them all together. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they all bled in together. Okay, well, let's see how well I can do. It starts off now. Am I mistaken? It starts off with Virginia Madsen. Hmm. Ah, let me go. <laughs> I think there was something that happened right before we meet. Oh Virginia no, Madsen. it's a flashback to uh, <laughs> yeah, it's an interview story. It's an interview. Yes. That's that's yeah. how it starts off. So you're absolutely right. It okay. starts with, we don't know it's an interview or we basically kind of hear the ins and outs of it, but it's an interview about Candyman. Um, that's that's where we start off with. This is the scariest story I've ever heard. And it's totally true. It happened a few years ago near Moses Lake in Indiana. Clara was babysitting for the Johnsons and uh, Billy pulls up on his motorcycle. Now, she wasn't even going out with Billy. She was actually going out with Michael for about six months, but um, she always kind of had the hots for Billy because he was like a bad boy. And Michael was, you know, he was just so nice. So anyway, she decides that tonight's the night that she's going to give Billy what she never gave to Michael. Have you ever heard of Candyman? No. Well, his right hand is sawn off. He has a hook jammed in the bloody stump. And if you look in the mirror, and you say his name five times. He'll appear behind you, breathing down your neck. You want to try it? Some white girl inviting some uh, bad boy over to her house to, to make out, right? Isn't that how it starts yes. out? Mm -hmm. the, yeah. the worst looking bad boy, the most geekiest oh looking God. bad so boy. So that yeah. guy, I'm like, <laughs> man, so he true. looks familiar. <laughs> and I'm like, where do I know this guy from? He looks like somebody I know. And so I read his IMDb. That's Sam Raimi's brother. That's, oh, he looks exactly cool. like Sam Raimi. I'm like, he looks like Sam really? Raimi. That's what I'm yeah. thinking from. But it's Sam Raimi's brother. He's an actor as well. But he, uh, he's he been in a lot of Raimi's films. Go, go figure. Yeah. But he, no uh, that, that was Sam Raimi's brother playing the, playing the, the, the boy, uh, boyfriend that she was meeting. Well, it was a bad choice oh, to play man. a bad boy because there was nothing bad about no. him. <laughs> he looked like Sam, Sam Raimi in a leather jacket, which he is looked, not, yes. not menacing. It looked like, the, so the, this young woman was babysitting, right? And she invited him over. I was like, mm -hmm. is that the father of the baby? Because he looks like he lives like <laughs> He's 30 and that, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's 18, yeah. Yeah, right. so, so, the, so we're hearing a story of uh, one of Candyman's victims. And it's this babysitter and her so-called bad boy. You know, this was one of those moments in, in these horror movies that you're like, yeah, you should die. You should die because you're stupid. Because like, it, it was weird. It was it, it never ceases to amaze me. And, 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 and this is like a common trope in horror films. And there's always the one young woman who is turned on by horror. Yeah, like like that's that's the way to get into her. Pants. I've never met a met a woman turned on by horror, but yeah, in the movies, there's a lot of them. Apparently, yeah, this, this such a beast does exist in the in in the world, um, and this girl was one of them. Uh, she did the whole Candyland. Now, now in the first half of this episode, we made the mistake of saying you say Candyman three times, but it is actually five times because you know yeah. Candyman wants you, you know, he wants to make your work that much harder. I think you may have said it, Candyman, close to five times already, uh, Dana. So, oh, okay. Dana, June, keep keep an eye out behind you. Well, Jesus. you know, there's a lot worse things to look out for in New York City than a black <laughs> man with a hook and bees in his mouth. <laughs> That's um, just calm. You'd walk right past him on the street like it was like any other day. You're like, yeah, whatever. And probably give him change. Yeah, um, walk over him. 
Get yes, a job. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, from there, uh, we cut, and this is where we meet the main character or the protagonist or one of them. Well, the yeah, Candyman comes and kills the story. Yeah, he takes out. Uh, was it was it a gory part? I don't even remember if it was like a slashing part to it. That's how fast they, it was. So it yeah. literally was like, oh, this happens, and then it's like, then this happens, and you just see a spot of blood, and you're just like, wait, I did wait, wait, did I miss something? I'd rewind yeah. it actually. They, they <laughs> didn't. I was like, they didn't really yeah, show they, much. They didn't really show Candyman kill her. Okay. Yeah. More than that, they implied. Did you see him come out or whatever, or the the hook hand or whatever it is? It's all but then about they cut the blood. Yes, it was the screen. That screen was like, and this this house that was made apparently of cardboard (laughs) because blood's coming down the the ceiling. Yeah, right through the ceiling, and blood started pouring out. And I was like, "Wow, like okay." Um, But yeah, that cuts uh, into um, one of our main characters, Virginia Madsen. Who so is, is she a student or what is she? Because well, she's she's married to a professor, yeah, which is well, already kind of questionable. Oh, boy. So an old yeah. guy. Yeah. And it, she's chain smoking in the school. <laughs> I love that. She, Everybody uh, yeah, she is smoking the all the time yes. in this film. But, but <laughs> her time, baby. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't figure out. I, I know she's doing her thesis on Candyman, but I'm not sure. If, I guess she's a student. I, I don't know. She's a, she's a dedicated ass student let's put it that yes, way but yes, i think yeah, way, I, yeah I, I wasn't sure if she was a reporter or that either but i think you're absolutely right she's she is a student she's doing a thesis and yeah she she's doing too much trying to get this a bro <laughs> oh man she went above and beyond the call of duty for this one man i mean going into the projects bothering people Straight stealing up. babies well Allegedly, but Allegedly. <laughs> but we'll get to that. But uh, yeah, we get to meet uh Virginia Madsen, and yes, she is uh dating or is they're not they weren't married. Some really sc- from the moment this her man is introduced, Trevor. I already Jose will tell you. I was like, I already yeah. took issue with the name. Oh. Anyone named Trevor, you're already mm. yeah. She's a little too much <laughs> of a catch for this guy, by the way. Anyways, oh, yeah. I, I I don't think yeah. this guy is pulling Virginia Madsen oh. in real life. No. No. Oh, definitely. I'll kick in his coverage. I, I, I yeah, agree. for sure, for <laughs> sure. And all the co-eds are interested in him. You know, the the yeah. the students seem a little too into him. And like, oh, okay, take it easy. Yes, this okay. was one of the first signs that you know that told you you're not in the real world. Um, yeah. But, wait, 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 June. Uh-huh. Like, yes. uh, this is now a good segue for Jose because you keep saying Virginia Madsen, but what's Virginia Madsen's character's name? Oh, Jose? yeah, Jose. <laughs> Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Jose. Yes. Give her the oldest white lady name ever. (laughs) But it sounds so good coming out of Candyman's mouth. Oh, yeah. No, that's the only time it sounds good. I think Tony can make anything sound cool. Yeah. Yeah. He he has an amazing voice. That's for sure. So we meet Virginia Madison. Madison. Sorry. Madison. Yeah. And uh, she's working on this thesis, and the subject happens to be Candyman. So she's going oh, around. Urban legends is, urban is the legend. subject. But yeah, it seems to be yes. focused on Candyman. Yes, a little too focused, as we'll find out. <laughs> but um, And it's her and her friend. Her friend, are yeah. they both working Bern- on this thesis? Bernard, I believe so. Bernard, I believe so. Yep, they're yeah. tag team duo. Well, and I don't think she hears about the Candyman until the cleaning lady. There's like a cleaning lady there. And out of nowhere, she's like, are you talking about the Candyman? And then she tells, like, the story about the Candyman also, right? Yeah, apparently all the cleaning ladies that work at this university (laughs) all come from Cabrini Green. She introduces her to one janitor, 
who's working yes. there, one sanit or whatever you call her. She's cleaning the room and notices that Virginia Madison is, or Madsen, I keep saying Madison. Sorry, <laughs> sorry Virginia. Um, we're we're going to put she, a little counter every time you call her uh, Madison. And we're be <laughs> ding, ding. If I mispronounce her name five times, is she going to come and... Oh, I hope so. Could be a call back to the yeah, end of the she, film as well. I hope she's so. pretty hot, so yeah. I hope she does. Yeah, too. that's cool. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I trust me. I've said Helen many times, and she has not. <laughs> I, I was hoping. I was hoping. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> as we carry on with this movie, so yeah, she gets more information about the mythology of Candyman from this uh, janitor woman who does live in that area, Karina Green. Again, as a reminder, Cabrini Green were the notorious projects uh, that once existed in Chicago. Which Famous. is no longer there. Those towers have been torn down. Oh, yeah. Um, but they did shoot a, a lot of the interior for this uh, movie in in the, in there. Oh, in yeah. The, in the in Cabrini Tower. And uh, they had to get permission from the local gang to, <laughs> to shoot there. And, and by doing that, they would put them in the background extras for uh kind of as uh to make good with them like we'll let them be background artists in a, a lot of these scenes this okay. is the legit the best scott knows everything by the way yes yes <laughs> you should just change it to scott reads imdb scott reads imdb way, I, I, I just like to get my background. game news from the streets baby <laughs> yeah Oh, um, interesting facts. It's time for Jose's interesting facts. Yes. He, while I was watching it, he happened to come by and he uh, schooled me that uh, the woman who played her friend in the movie is mm -hmm. actually a director herself. Isn't that right, Jose? Oh, yeah. she is. She is. Oh, okay. Um, Lemons? Oh, my God. Oh. I, I can't. I, I just I know her for so many movies. And that was the, this movie had so many people who played in so many movies. I think yeah. we talked mm -hmm. about that in part one. But then, like, the more I was like, I know this lady from uh, from Science of the Lambs. She was uh, Jodie yes. Foster's best friend in the Academy in Science of yes. the Lambs. Yeah. Was it Miss Everly's Boys too? Like she's she's in a lot yeah. of stuff. Like, yeah, I just was like, um, but she did yeah. like her first um, her di directorial debut was Eve's Bayou. Oh, there we go. Wow. Eve's Bayou. That's, that's there we go. Yeah. Impressive, yes. actually. That's uh, that's really good. And I was looking into the rest of like the stuff that she's directed, and I felt like I love Eve's Bayou. I don't know if you guys have watched Eve's Bayou, but it's a film. Mm -hmm. Um, but I didn't love. A couple things that she did, and I was surprised when I saw her name attached to it. Um, she did the Harriet film. Oh, the Harriet oh, Tubman, the new one? Tubman film. Yeah. Oh, really? The one that came. The out one that came out in the twenty twenties. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I was so excited to see that movie, and the story's great. I don't think it was done. It, I don't think it was. It, I don't think it did justice for the story. Hmm. Basically, that was my sort of input on Harriet. I was really excited to watch it. Okay. And then she did Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody recently. Really? Yeah. Wow. The Netflix movie. Well, that I bought was, the Netflix movie because that that's where I watched okay. it. Yeah. <clears throat> it's worth watching, but it it, it definitely surprised me it's, that. Those are the tough ones to watch. The ones that are of recent uh, people who you've seen a lot on TV. Those are, yeah. they, I don't know. They're, they're very hard to, to pull off. It's a little eerie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was too it's, soon. Yeah, yeah. That one I thought yeah. it was just way too soon. Yeah, I need a good 10 years or so. But um, yeah, so where were we with uh, Candyman? Oh, um, so <laughs> Bernadette, um, we know that she's hot as well. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> she's so beautiful. She is oh beautiful. Yeah. yeah. She is yeah. Very good. 
Both and of, really, so... she's not into this like Helen is. Helen, Helen is oh. all go getter. She's kind of like, very hesitant. She really doesn't want to go to Cabrini Green. She right. really, I don't think she's really into this whole urban legend thing. This this white lady is pulling her down this path. <laughs> yes, yes. This is the the original like bitch. Don't go in there. Like right. she's yeah. that original yeah. ride or die. She's just like we, you know. And I guess yeah. we're moving a little bit forward with the story. But she's like, "All right, let's go to the Cabrini Greens. Look at it. We should go and investigate." She's like, "Bitch, we look like cops." And we're yeah. Oh, that booth. was one of like, my. She was lines. legit on like, "No, bro, we're not doing this." And Virginia's like, "Nah." She'd be fine. It's okay. I'm white. I can go where I want to go. I'm good. Yeah, you know, that was one of my favorite lines where she's like, you're the one that has us dressed like cops. I was like, you know what? You know, I, I believe in this character. Like yeah. 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 They did. They did. Um, I, I mean, we didn't jump ahead too much, actually. Yeah, because I mean, basically yeah. where we're at now. That's yeah. where yeah, they decide okay. to go there. Yeah. Because they, they heard of, of, of a case where a woman got murdered uh, when somebody went through the wall through her medicine cabinet and entered her, the apartment and killed her. Mm-hmm. And they want to investigate that. And which is also based on a real case that really did happen there. What? And that's, that's where they got the uh, the idea for it because that actually happened in a, in a some housing project. I don't know if it was Cabrini Green, but yeah, someone was going through people's uh, wall through the medicine cabinet and going inside and killing people. So now, wait yeah, a minute. I, I need clarification because one of the issues I had in particular with that scene when mm-hmm. they first visit, visit the, the Cabrini Green projects and, you know, she shows her, I think it was before or after she shows her in her own, I guess her own apartment building was converted yeah. from a project yeah. to a, you know, a highfalutin place. Mm-hmm. And she just pops off the medicine cabinet. <laughs> and I'm like, how much did you pay for the-? Even her friend asked her, how much did you pay for this? Because uh-huh. if you could just yeah. pop the medicine cabinet off the wall and walk into, and you know, roll into somebody else's apartment next door. That that's some foul shit, man. I, honestly, <laughs> I've replaced medicine cabinets in in a house before. They're very simple to come on and off. Now, there's not a another room on the other side. They actually do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they know they they experiment. They they go to Cabrini Green right away. All the kids there know mark them as they shouldn't be here. They're probably cops, and uh, you know they're they're just they're, keep on going. We're we're gonna go to that apartment. I, I guess Virginia Madsen's character thought she had some cred because her friend was black, so that was an easy yeah. Take. Oh yeah, like, for oh, sure. We'll give for her sure. an easy pass, but no, yeah. her friend was more scared than she was. Obviously. Yeah. She was no, like, we that's... should not be here. I'm black and I should not be right. here. Okay, that's yeah. basically this is the hood. This is yes. the hood. Yeah. You turn. You turn. Is that where we meet Vanessa Williams? Is that uh, about the time that she she runs into her there um, um in the in the apartments, right? Yeah, yeah. So they make their way. Them. So the gang is is harassing them at the front mm-hmm. and basically like kind of doing the whole call of just like you know like cops are here cops are here um and then they get to a quieter section and yes i think that is when we see vanessa williams with her dog annie and mm. you know her and annie are like what the what the fuck are you crazy bitches doing here basically is what yeah. vanessa williams I, I, jose you brought it up in the first part 
I was totally with you. I was like, you know what? I fuck with Vanessa Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with and, Vanessa Williams. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert, she's in the new one too. That's how you find out that that's uh, the baby yes. in the in the new one is she she makes an appearance. Uh he goes to see his mom and she looks great. She looks great 20 years later. She's mm-hmm. she's like 60 now. She looks she looks she's that old? Wow, she looks yeah. she looked great. Yeah, no, she looked good. Mm, yeah. yeah, black does not crack, bro. She, she, she <laughs> definitely I, I was waiting for the black man to say it. I didn't feel it was appropriate <laughs> if I said it. So um, mm-hmm. thank you, Dana, for that. Um, but yeah, from there, okay. So we're still at Cabrini Green projects, and you know, they go through yes. that hole in the wall through the medicine mm-hmm. cabinet, and that's when they meet a Vanessa Williams character who is the mother of a young baby, and she has a pit bull. Jesus Christ! Oh, no, a Rottweiler. Rottweiler, a Rottweiler. Rottweiler. Sorry, yeah. messed up my, messed up my breed. <laughs> sorry, but it is a Rottweiler, a very vicious looking one. I was like, I don't know if you want to have a dog like that if you have a newborn. But uh, yeah. what do I know? Miss Williams, I forgot her, her character's name in the movie, so I'm just gonna yeah, I don't Williams. know. I know it's sad. I remember the dog's name, and I don't remember her. I'll go with that. Is it Amory? I thought the dog's name was Amory. Knowing me, it's possible that it's the dog. You know what? I'm gonna stick with Miss Williams. Make it easy on myself. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to offend anyone. And uh, while Scott looks it up, thank you, Scott. Y'all is Anne Marie. Oh, okay. I don't see the dog's name, Dana. Sorry, the dog doesn't have a listing in here. So the character Anne-Marie does school them, I guess, a little further um, on what went on as far as the murders there. Where do we go? Well, she, she, went, well she went back in the apartment and took pictures, right? Didn't she go, climb in and she gets through that one hole where it's like Candyman, like the mouth is the hole of yes, the big yes. head? Yeah, yeah. With really uh, bad graffiti all over the place. The, yeah. I have to say the, the only thing that killed the ghetto vibe, there was a lot of fake graffiti there that I know oh. of. You could do better font. I have never seen that type of font in the hood. <laughs> like, come on, that's bullshit. Did you know <laughs> that? Time New Roman. Oh yeah, I know they may have. Well <laughs> it would have been better. Uh, did you notice that that uh, poor Anne Marie across her her front door? It was like in the middle of a right. big graffiti piece. I was oh, like, no. how did you know? Like even. We both grew yeah. up in places with a lot of graffiti. I never saw this disrespect like that, where oh, they would you just, couldn't. you know, you no, you couldn't. Exactly. You wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. plus the lady with that big ass dog. That dog would come yes. out and kill you, man. You, you, no way. They'd be scared <laughs> to do that over there. Yeah, I'm and sorry. people still live there. Yeah, like which that's why I loved her character even more because, so she was the neighbor of that victim which yeah. is why she felt more comfortable talking to them. But she did that one point where she was like with their baby and she's like, we ain't all drug dealers. Like, you know what I mean? Um. Just like kind of really just like, <laughs> it's like I live in the hood. It does not mean that I am. And I'm like, you know what? Golf clap. I, I appreciate <laughs> that. That was <laughs> good job. Yeah, even when Crazy she's white saying, lady Virginia Madsen. Right. Mm. Even when she's sort of like, you know, what are you going to write about us? You're going to write that we're all awful, that we're all gangbangers. Yeah. And I mean, the dialogue is is spot on in this film. Yeah. That's why I said before, the, the way that the... I'm going to use the wrong word. So I'm going to change it. Oh, dude, we're famous <laughs> for using wrong words. Go. But don't exactly. worry about it. Sort of the way that they sort of have the characters in Cabrini Greens, the, the small, the couple characters that they do have are written really well. Yeah. Vanessa Williams and then the young, the young guy, um, Jake. Jake? Right? Yeah. Oh, oh he was my favorite part of the movie. This little yeah. boy. Yeah, they're both so good. That little boy had the stone face. 
He was the most sensible person in this movie, this yes. little boy. Yeah. He was well, the he, smartest he, person. In the in sequel, he is one of the killers too, though. He does turn out to be crazy oh, in the that sequel. Is right. Yeah. Oh, he he is wait, wait, wait. uh yeah. And the and the twenty in the whatever. Twenty twenty three, yeah. He, okay. the, one of the one of the guys it turns out to be him. And yeah, he uh yeah, it's yeah. kind of messed up. Did still. you watch that, Dana? The 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 recent No, movie? I was trying to actually I was Scott was talking about that one. I was actually trying to watch uh Candyman <laughs> 2 and Candyman 3, like the terrible ones. Because <laughs> one had um so Candyman 3 had uh a girl from uh Baywatch and from uh <laughs> from Playboy, and I was just like, oh yeah. She that's what I gotta watch. Gonna be, yeah, so that's what I was like. I, I'm watching this one. I was like, if you see some nudity in part one, you're gonna yeah. see nothing but nudity in part three. In part, yeah, I was yeah. wrong. It, they 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 <laughs> left the sex out of the new one. The two, 2023 is like is yeah. very sexless. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry. They got their cues from twenty from from the from part three where they have this super hot girl and they're just like, oh, we're not gonna show how hot she really is. Wow! Like, <laughs> fuck you, Candyman. Secret. <laughs> he had one job. <laughs> okay, so where are we at with the plot, man? Well, I think what we did miss was I believe she said Candyman five times in the mirror before she goes to Cabrini Green. I oh yes, yeah, she did. My, she, they yeah, made, my oh, notes. She that. did say that before her she went out friend. there. Her friend did her it with her Bernadette. four times. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And yeah. Virginia Madsen's character Which took it to the how extra. How many times Joe said it? Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. So now that now, now that we've brought up, as you may nice. know, the no, I, I'm glad it gives me the opportunity. As, as you know, um, Joe AP wasn't able to join us for this episode, the first or the second half. So our love, shout out to Joe AP. He's working hard, you know, trying to progress in life. You know, Scott and I have a theory that maybe Candyman was a little too much for him, and he couldn't quite bring himself to revisit it. So uh, we're gonna see. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna talk about this in the next episode upon Joe AP's return. But mm-hmm. while we're on the subject, uh, on the subject of Joe AP, he was kind enough to send us a video of him explaining a story related to Candyman. I guess I watched half the video. I think as did Scott. We don't know how it turns out, so we may yes. actually play this video. Later Why not on play it live? No, we should play it. This is a good well, time to play it. Scott's insisting that we <laughs> yeah, play it. So um, you guys let me know when you're ready. I, maybe we should get a little further in and then we'll... Uh, or do you no, we, no time like the present to hear from, okay. uh, from Joe AP. The worst part is like I'm trying to calm myself down because I have the expectations beyond the moon right now. So I'm trying to like bring it back down to a, a negative <laughs> one. As, as we've learned with Joe AP... Don't even expect anything. Just go with the flow. It's yeah. it, it's Joe AP, man. So <laughs> it's like you never know what's gonna happen. Okay, so I'm gonna pause right here. Oh, that's a great place, place to pause. <laughs> and and that's a yes. It was great just because it looks like he's being possessed right now. But mm-hmm. I like how he's like, yeah, I'm gonna tell you my story about Candyman. I don't really remember much about the film other than uh, the bees <laughs> and all set up. <laughs> okay, thanks for the message, yeah. Okay, let's go on with this. Hey guys, sorry I missed the recording on the Candyman today, but I thought I want to share my experience from the movie. I don't remember a lot about it, but I remember the hook. That hook was, and the bees, the hook 
I, I was sort of confused about it, but um, but still, it was very scary. And I remember the time when this movie came out. I heard a conversation where, you know, we were trying to um, do a little dare. And I remember this was back in Panalas Park in my old house. Um, we actually, well, not we, I actually tried to um, do the dare um, one, one night. I think you said Candyman four times in front of the mirror and then turn off the light and turn it back on. And um, it was, I was very curious. I was young then, but not that young, but still I was very, um, I was still kind of curious if, you know, this really happened. But anyways, I tried, um, turn off the light. It was like late at night. Um, I was home by myself at that time. And I did a candy man there. Um, and I turn on the light, I turn off the light and I, um, said Candyman four times and turned back on the light and I thought I was going to see something scary but uh, but I didn't but it was very scary at the time when I did it um, so that was my experience <laughs> thanks Joe, oh, Joe. <laughs> thanks for sharing Joe you're priceless man I love the guy um, yeah the story I got a great story let me, let, me, let me record it and send it to him <laughs> I did the same thing as Joe. No, you didn't want to be alone. Four times. Oh, not five. <laughs> not five, yeah. Because I did not want to do the fifth candy man. <laughs> the Joe doesn't Joe Pie doesn't remember the movie, so he only did it four times. So I'm gonna convince him if he does it a number the fifth time that he's he's in big trouble. I'm gonna see if I can get his girlfriend to scare him. It, it basically I thought it was leading to him like you know, he was going to go all Macaulay Culkin or something. and I, Exactly. You know, I, I don't know. I locked um, all the doors. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I Joe doesn't remember is around the very same time, I had a a girlfriend and we um we all went to Bush Gardens, a group of us. Mm -hmm. And we got a hotel room like across the street. And one of her, I invited Joe to go and you know, we were poor kids. So, we, I mean, we we're all like, I don't know, 19, 20 years old. So we uh, rented a hotel room. We all shared one room. One of our friends had a hook. He had, he was missing a hand and he had a prosthetic, but it was yeah. like a, kind of like a, a hook. And I remember Joe being really weirded out by him. So <laughs> I think the candy man affected that too. I would have been weirded oh. out by that. <laughs> you just saved Joe a piece. I, I'm pretty sure that Joe and the guy with the hook shared a bed too, because we, you know, <laughs> me and my girlfriend had a bed, and I think he shared. They shared the other bed, I, I believe. So Why would yeah. you do that? To Joe I don't think Joe slept that night. <laughs> That's the he story you should have told. Scott, yeah, exactly. Good. Probably what should have the one. He still talks about that guy too, so I'm surprised that wasn't. I thought that for sure that was going to be the story. <laughs> Gaming again. Why are we shaming Joe AP? About not liking the uh, the handicap. How dare you? <laughs> Joe's gonna listen to this episode of Remember and be traumatized yes. again about this. As if he didn't need any more trauma from this month, horror month. But anyway, okay. Well, thank you, Joe AP, for that. Uh, I don't know what it was, but 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 I thank you nonetheless, man. It's it's good to have your presence to any capacity for this episode. So I'm glad yeah. you, uh, you know. Give us a little insight into 
Is there right. any way we remember where we were at before no. we we did? Okay, of um, course not. Well, well, yeah, definitely not June, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I do remember. So June was recalling before we did all of this was um, Helen and Bernadette. They they basically did say Candyman one said it four times, one said it five times. So that was mm-hmm. before a very important part before we went to Cabrini Green. So you know we still are at Cabrini Greens basically, but we just recapped meeting Annie and just investigating this part. Basically, uh, Helen going full white woman and looking around, you know, just <laughs> something to investigate. So that's yeah. pretty much where we last left it off at. And just, uh, and, and I do so, love how you explain that, the trope. So Dana, <laughs> why, why would Candy, so she does it. All the other times you say Candyman five times in all these films, he comes right away. She says it then, he doesn't appear for quite a while. I mean, what, what's what, what, why the delay, Candyman? What's going 1992 on? 1992 budget, baby. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know how much film cost in 92? Yeah, he should have appeared right then and killed her. So where does she get the story? Because right about now, she finds a backstory about Candyman, right? Of why he died. Oh, who told, oh, who told no, her that? No. Who told her that? So, okay, so there was, I'm the sorry, Dana, you want to yeah. take it? No, no, yeah, oh, sure, why not? But, um, but no, so she actually doesn't know the backstory yet. Um, but we meet a, they eventually leave and exit Cabrini Greens, and she has dinner with her husband and some colleagues. Oh, okay. so she confronts her husband first about just like, hey, today at Clash, we're talking about urban legends, and you know, good and well, that me and Bernadette are talking and trying to find out about Candyman. You know, how are you going to do that? Um, but you know, so kind of gives a little bit of shit, and then this random English guy who happens to be the other visiting professor, he's just like, "Oh, you didn't read my work," which I thought was probably the funnier part to me in the scene. Yes, just yeah. like, yes, man. I was like, the, Wait, the, the arrogance of this guy, man. This was a tiny Tim-looking motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, straight yeah, up. That's now. as soon as he came yeah. on the screen, I was like, tiptoe through the tubes. <laughs> he looked just like Tiny Tim. I was like, who are you, bro, to give this attitude to these two beautiful young women? Mm-hmm. And and you're here. He had such an arrogance about him. Well, please, Dana, continue. Oh my god, no, I was like, like I, this guy. I, I was like, please. I turned to Jose. Actually, I'm sorry. I turned to Jose and I was like, please tell me he's one of the victims in this movie. Please tell me he dies in this movie because he should. But uh, please carry on. <laughs> oh, no, no. We're on the same spot because this was a part where I was just going to tangent forever because I was like, this guy, this piece of shit, like, let them let them do their story. Yeah. And you're over here just like, you act like he won like a Pulitzer Prize for, uh, hey, I wrote an article about Candyman like 100 years ago. I'm a big deal. It's like, dude, fuck off. Come on. Candyman was the son of a slave. His father had amassed a considerable fortune from designing a device for the mass producing of shoes after the Civil War. Candyman had been sent to all the best schools and had grown up in polite society. He had a prodigious talent as an artist and was much sought after when it came to the documenting of one's wealth and position in society in a portrait. It was in this latter capacity that he was commissioned by a wealthy landowner to capture his daughter's virginal beauty. 
Well, of course, they fell deeply in love and she became pregnant. Hm. Poor candy man. This is where at least Trevor, another person you hate. So I'm with you, Jude. We have two guys we already hate in this movie. Uh, yeah, we haven't made it to Candyman yet. <laughs> this is where he starts telling the story about the origins of Candyman. So he's yeah. like, oh, you're trying to find out about Candyman. This is the story that I wrote, but it's about a slave. And it's a slave. Uh, well, actually, his father was a slave, right? Um, mm -hmm. I forgot what he said he invented. His father basically invented something... Shoes. It was something for is that shoes, what it was? something having yeah. to do with shoes, yeah. Like a clasp or something for shoes, is that what it was? I don't, so, not, uh, I don't remember how specific they got. The, the pump on those uh, those uh, uh, D the brown Reeboks. shoes. Yeah, the Reebok <laughs> pump, he invented that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wow. So after he invents the Reebok pump shoes, um, <laughs> he talks about that guy's freedom, but just how, but how talented his son, the artist, was. Yeah. Uh, so his son, the artist, I guess, got to interact with other people, um, and by other people, the whites. Um, <laughs> and, and so it, he impregnated one. He he interacted so yes. well. Yeah. <laughs> he did some great interaction. <laughs> impregnated one got captured by the town, ostracized. Cut off and this is arm. Chicago too. I I thought yeah. you know when going into this is this, this all took place in the South. I, I think I even asked you first house what does Chicago have to do with this? I just assumed the whole Candyman mythology was from the South, and no, it was there in Chicago. Yeah, no, but that, I I think that's a great point because it was colonial times, but mm -hmm. it definitely wasn't no Civil War times. It was definitely colonial times. I guess, yeah, because yeah, they were definitely out here killing the blacks, but it was. A great story that he talked about cutting off his arm and they said replaced it with like a honeycomb. No, they or, replaced or, it with the, the, with the hook. Purse. They put a hook on the it. The hook first. Yeah. Okay, the hook yeah. first and then they placed the honeycomb they on put, him. Yeah. So, yeah. The bee, so he could die by the bees. Yeah, and, and then they burned him. And then they burned his corpse. Yeah. 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 Very Which, thorough people, for sure. Yeah. 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 If you're going to lynch somebody, you know, get some honeybees. They're endangered. It's the way to go. That that was pretty much the story, at least. Now we have more backstory. Now Virginia Madsen's Helen has more backstory. And she's like, you know, the curiosity has peaked even more because, you know, she wants to find out more about what is going on. So I think at this time, she goes to investigate again, right? This time she goes yeah, herself. by herself. Yeah, of course. To the Cabrini Green Projects. Yeah. Of course. That's where we meet the kid. What was the kid's name again? Jake. Jake. Yeah. Jake. Yeah. Jake. Jake kind of uh you know shows her the some bathrooms where some little boy got cut castrated. up in there. Yeah, yeah, castrated. Yeah, yeah. He got his dick cut off. Uh, yeah. Now now in this it's bathroom, a, of course it's a bathroom. I guess it's a long been abandoned. Well, uh, they make it look like it's really terrible. It looks like every club I went to in Cable <laughs> City's bathroom. That looks like say. every single bathroom in every club I've ever been into. It doesn't I, look that bad. Yeah. I've seen I, worse. Listen, I, I was uh I don't know Your if point. I would say fortunate enough, but I'm old enough to remember I went to CBGB's bathroom back in the day several times. Well, very similar. Just, no, much worse. Much worse. <laughs> this this was like stellar by comparison. Yeah, so, yeah. Really. But did you guys know there? It was nice. Yeah. Hey, listen. Did you guys notice? And this, I, I made this comment to Jose when that scene came on, and you know, there's graffiti all around the bathroom. 
but it was the they wrote the same thing that they had written over Anne Marie's daughter, right? It was sweets uh, for the sweet, something to yeah, that. Yeah, I was not paying attention to graffiti. I really missed out on a lot of this. Well, listen, you know, I had my you know ghetto radar on. I read all the graffiti. <laughs> I have to check. I have to be thorough. But um, so whoever wrote this, and obviously they wanted it to be noticed. I guess it was part of the whole Candyman mythology, so to speak. But mm -hmm. they wrote sweets for the sweet, but it looks like they actually wrote it in feces like uh, it was it was i made a comment to joe i was like it was like three-dimensional yeah. it wasn't like spray said, paint it was like like, like like every club i went to in ebor city <laughs> same thing that's not that's not any different that's the same i i think they did a good job of that because i now that you're describing it i kind of remember it but yeah I, I i i hate you scott for influencing me here but I think I remember the bathroom being just like my high school bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was like, similar to you know, bathrooms and apartments I lived in when I was 18 years old. What are you talking <laughs> about? That was not. I was like, you know what? That actually, you know, high school is pretty much the same. That's why I never tried to go. But, you know, if I had to go, I'd go, you know. It's, uh... Yeah. So so she goes into this bathroom and she checks uh, yeah. the one stall where this, you know, this poor young man was was basically castrated. She lifts the toilet lid, and of course, it's full of bees. Oh, yeah. And as Jose pointed out when we were watching that scene, there was a huge turd next to the toilet. <laughs> I did did not see that because once again, it just seemed normal to me, like any other <laughs> any other bathroom I've been to. <laughs> just block it out. Yeah, it, just just it yeah. Was ginormous. It was huge. <laughs> it was like it was like your 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 eyes just darted between the bees and the turd and the bees and the turd. It was wow. it, it was quite distressing. <laughs> So we we have uh these uh young guys, the hoodlums. but the you know the, those bees. By the way, that's a practical. Those are real bees. They yeah. really put a uh, uh, queen bee in there to get them to go in there, and that's just like basically a whole hive of honeybees in there. They uh, they had a, they had a bee wrangling. Everybody, pretty much everybody in the crew got stung at least once by bees uh, in this production. They yeah, um correct. you know to do the scene at the end where they had the bees in the mouth. They used juvenile bees that were only twelve. Was it 12 days old? It's either 12 days or 12 hours old, but their stingers aren't um they're not they're not that powerful yet. So they they're more like a prick. They don't really the, the stinger doesn't actually come out. So that's that's why they were using those bees. But they had to make sure they were only pretty sure they were only 12 hours old. But uh oh, yeah. Wow. They, yeah. And that's little... how big they get at 12 hours. Yeah, that's not uh then they weren't that small. They look like full-size bees. Uh, so, so. Yeah. And listen to me, I don't care how young or old a bee is a bee is a bee, man. A bee in your mouth is a bee in your mouth. Yeah. I mean, Tony Todd says he got stung 22 times. Uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. 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 Uh, count two. They're not, maybe not just not one scene over the whole course of the movie. He got stung 22 times. Yikes. But he had something in the clause where he got more money for every time he got stung. It was like a thousand dollars or something every time he would get Oh, get stung, actually, so, yeah. Jose, didn't you look that up earlier? And I think yeah, Jose I didn't make that, that comment. So yeah. He got yeah. $22,000 for those. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's, uh, Are you kidding me? Top, I would have been the head. motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you swatty Adams. <laughs> Trying to get him mad. Get me again. <laughs> I believe it. So, yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. You were going back about the, the, <laughs> the gang match. Members, uh, the gang members coming into well, oh, yeah, yes, well, yes. the, the candy man yeah so the candy man that we think is there because that's yes. what jake says jake says hey the candy man's here and then somebody walks up to jake and jake's like candy man but as we're sitting there thinking that something's about to happen it's just the hoodlums and then there's a taller hoodlum 
who happens to have a hook in his hand, but he's, I mean, is he really Candyman? We don't know, but he has a hook in his hand and it's a crew. It's a gang. Looking back, was this dude actually tough? You use a mm. fucking gun, dude. Like I, yeah. Yeah. A, a knife, something. A, a hook. Well, he he like, knocks uh, Helen out. That's for sure. He that sure is did. true. To, what to was do... the line though? Wait. What was the line? Oh, we're oh, we hear you're looking for Candyman, bitch. Thank you. Know, oh, I, 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 yeah, I wrote Jose, it down too. Good job. My favorite is the lineup when they do the yes. lineup. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. So, so this scene audience is preceded. So, so un- unfortunately, Virginia uh, Madsen's character, she gets beat up. She got. I mean, they, they, they. She had like stitches on her face. Like yeah. her eye was like closed, and she had like yeah. a huge, it's, like stitches on her face. So, she so she like gets Quasimodo. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we. She's still we, hot. I don't we care. wake. She mm-hmm. wakes up. You know, or the next scene, she's in. Um, she's at the police station, and mm-hmm, what Jose yes. was just saying was that scene where they had a police lineup. And each of them were required to say that. We're here looking for Candyman, bitch. Step back. Number four, step forward and set a line. We're here, you're looking for Candyman, bitch. Step back. Number five, step forward and set a line. We're here, you're looking for Candyman, bitch. Step back, take him out. But um, of course, this doesn't deter Virginia Madsen from uh, pursuing this any further. Yeah, you know, as far as um, she's concerned, this is a, a soft case. Yeah, I mean, you know, that, that's literally what she says, and that's what the cop tells her. Like, we know about this bastard. We know about him. We just had anybody who could testify against him, mm-hmm. but we're gonna, you know, blame him for all these other murders out here. This guy yeah. with the hook, who you know, who did this. Yeah, you know, we we definitely know he's Candyman. So. Nothing to worry about. Um, and actually, after that scene, um, her and Jake are talking, and Jake's like, you know, hey, motherfucker, I told you this was supposed to be a secret, and you out here telling everybody <laughs> about this. No. And he, she's like, no, it's fake, it's fake. And Jake's like, no, man, like, all we got is trust. I'm I'm five. You, yeah. know, I can, uh, you know, I can't trust adults. I, I'm telling you, that young man, Jake, man, he was the most sensible person in this movie. He was the only person that made any kind of sense. It's a um, scene because he calls her out. I love that. Scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that too. This is and supposed his face to be our so secret. Great. Yeah. He never trusted another white person again after that. You know that. That's where it started. It starts young. It starts young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, man. So, what yeah. I'm going to say is, this movie, by the way, looks great. For for 1992, it looks like it could have been shot, you know, other than some questionable clothes choices here and there. <laughs> it, it looks like it could have been shot, like, you know, a couple years ago. It, it really yeah. looks good. Yeah. Uh, the score is great. The music for this yes. is, is really, really good. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Iconic. Yeah. Iconic yeah. is the word I thought about. The yeah. in- Absolutely. The intro, we didn't talk about the intro, but the intro when they... The way it's yes. shot, where they're like kind of overlooking the highway, and then the letters mm-hmm. are coming down, and like they kind of it made me think of rap videos from the nineties. Remember when they yeah the lettering, yeah, like you're right, Hank Williams style. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was, the intro was dope. I loved it. Yeah, no, it, it's that, a like, good looking film. Music, you know that. Yeah, and the guy who <laughs> scored this movie, I forgot his name, hated it. He thought the movie was terrible. He was upset. He's like, I, I didn't think it was going to be this B horror film. I thought it was going to be something <laughs> else and bad mouthed it. And now he's like, 
he's he's come around to where he's like, no, it turned out pretty good, and I still make money off it. I still get checks for it to this day. So, yeah, no, he's happy with it now. But at the time, he was not happy with it. he did a good job regardless yeah, so. no it, it sounds it sounds great but um yeah. so where are we at with this movie i mean now she's so she thinks they got the killer but i think candy man's starting to kind of talk to her now right isn't he kind of visiting it does he come visit her um yeah he visited her in the parking lot which is so the that's parking where, lot that's yeah. it yeah because we go through scenes of them just checking on her eye right like her husband uh-huh. checking on her eye her friend yeah. checking on her eye and she's gathering papers and like you said she's getting into that but now she's going to her parking lot thinking case done everything's done and that's when we meet Candyman, right yeah. like that's when we hear mm-hmm. hell in. So, yeah. 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 yeah and, and you know yeah. even at the you know we're talking early 90s and even then the, this was one of the first horror movies that i've seen where a lot of it does take place in in natural daylight mm-hmm. where yeah. you know that scene in particular was very effective even though it's like He's naturally lit, you know, there's sunlight, everything's clear as day, but it was still pretty damn scary at the time to see this guy sitting at the end of the parking lot in front of this window. And uh, you know, he has that that coat. Yeah. Man, that yeah. coat made me yeah. giggle. Fucking to no end. I love that coat. Oh. oh my god, he had yeah, the I, sharp uh... ass shoes. He had I was like, what? I was like, this is the snappiest looking yeah. uh, slasher. He's sharp. Oh man. But um, so yeah. what? Yeah, Helen now kind of believes in him, um, and then she like passes out, right? He like yeah, he comes up to her and she just like passes out, and then she wakes up in the apartment covered in blood with a dog head next to her, right? Is that the next scene? <laughs> yeah, I'm, oh, I'm yes. pretty, I think, pretty sure uh, that's the way. She's in the she's in the bathroom, and then she sees all the blood, and then she opens the door, and that's when she sees. Uh, Oh, the dogs. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. She's by herself yeah. in the bathroom. And then yeah. uh, the mom's at the baby crib screaming, you know, and there's blood everywhere. You know, where's, where's my, where's my kid? Right. Where's now was son? this, now was this before or after her friend gets? No, no. I was a friend. Oh, after. This, this, was oh, cool. this okay. is the first. This is, yeah. 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 For, this is first. Yeah. That, that was a Cause... crazy scene. She wakes up in the bathroom and, you know, at first, you know, it's implied. It looks that like maybe, maybe it's her. Like it's yeah. her that was stabbed or, or, you know was wounded because there's blood a pool of blood under her there's pool uh there's blood in her stomach on her shirt and she checks she lifts her shirts to make and it's not her obviously and she hears a commotion outside of the bathroom door obviously it's not her bathroom in the first place and it happens to be the character Anne maria's bathroom and she's screaming over her uh her newborn's crib because apparently her kid's not there yeah um and man, what? Why did Virginia Madsen have to pick up that freaking? I know. <laughs> did why? Did he look exactly. any more guilty? Why? She picks pick up... up this cleaver. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's when we see that uh, Anne Marie's dog's head has been cut off, and that's where all this blood came from. But for some reason, Virginia Madsen, when she goes outside the bathroom door, and she's going to, and she sees Anne Marie in distress. And she sees this, it's like a small axe or or whatever it is on the floor that yeah. is used to kill the dog. Why would you pick it up? She picks it up 
And Anne-Marie starts attacking her, assuming that she took her baby and killed her dog. Of course, as cops will, they only come at the worst time, worst second possible. As soon as the cops come in, it's to the scene of Virginia Madison. Madison, sorry, again. Ah, number Um, three. Yes, she's going to pop up behind me anytime. Or at least I'm hoping she does. Uh, <laughs> um, and they 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 come across her with this blade or weapon in her hand over uh, Anne Marie. She was just trying to defend herself, or you know, though she did end up cutting up Anne Marie. Yeah, she hit her. Yeah, she hit her. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was because she uh, had a cleaver, and, and that was the part cleaver, that was kind of yeah. wild to me. It's like you have this cleaver that supposedly killed this dog, which I guess we we're going to assume it was the hook. But then she's just waving around a cleaver and taps her on the shoulder. And I, I guess this is where I got a little upset. Where if I got cut with the cleaver, the rest of this movie is me holding my arm because I'm such oh, yeah. a bitch when it comes yeah. to pain. <laughs> Vanessa Williams, fucking champ. No. Yeah. no. What about a kid? She don't care about that cleaver. <clears throat> I love that scene because when she's like, she's like, there's blood all over the crib, which we don't mention. There's like yeah. yes, the crib, yeah. so that's why she's screaming about her baby. So when she sees Virginia with the cleaver, she loses her shit. Yeah, she ain't scared. She's going for it. I'm yeah. gonna oh, kill this bitch. Yeah, like like <laughs> it was straight up to kill Virginia Madsen, man. There was no doubt about care. it. She has a meat cleaver in her hand or not, nah, I'm getting her. Yeah, and and listen, she overpowered her for yeah. a bit, man. She was on top. Yeah, yeah. she was on top. Yeah. When yeah. the cops show up. Yeah, they uh they take her in and then leads to my favorite scene of the movie. Uh there maybe there's something wrong with me. To me, this is maybe the most erotic part or the, the, the of the movie <laughs> is her covered in blood and the cops making oh, her strip uh, in, her, in her bra it's first, covered scene. in blood. And yeah, then the, the cop tells her to take off her bra and lift one boob and the other boob, and I'm just like my my mouth is like just dropped down, just staring at the at the film. First of all, yes, I'm right there with you, Scott. Because I'm like, yeah. should I be drooling at this scene? Because it's she's supposed peeling. to be traumatic, but this is traumatic. Not, I'm not feeling traumatic. And and even her peeling off her bra, her shirt, as Jose had pointed out to me, they they put heavy sound effects. You could hear her peel off this bra. It sounded gross. It was like, this bloody it sound bra. gross to me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but still, I found myself like, could, could you turn around a little more? I, I saw a little nipple. I saw a little nipple. Oh, no, and, it was, uh, it, 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 did it, it, it was great. <laughs> Listen, Amazing. boys, excellent. Boys. I think uh, right now, Academy Award right now for, for uh, Best Actress, for Best Director, I'm, yeah. Chef's kiss. <laughs> great, great, great scene. Great scene. Best you guys are terrible. She was going through list. trauma. And you, <laughs> you animals. How dare you? Anyway, I couldn't stop watching. But yeah. Yeah, how dare you guys? And then the trivia this... for this is that uh, the lady that played the officer is, in real life is her best friend. So she said she'd feel more comfortable if her friend played the role uh, instead of she like, was an some actress, stranger. Though. Yeah, you okay. wouldn't know it by that it. scene, though, man, because yeah. she played it off very well. Her best friend. Yeah, well, she may be face. an actress, too, but yeah, it was, she, it she was is, a, she is. her best friend. Yeah. Remove your sweater. <laughs> Drop it and slide it over to me. Take off your brassiere. Oh, oh, God. 
Drop it, slide it over to me. Lift up your arms. <laughs> Lift your left breast. Your right. <laughs> Remove your underwear. Can I please speak with Detective Lento? Remove your underwear. She's been around forever. Rusty. Yeah, she's been. She's a lot of character actress as well. Yeah, she's she's yeah. in a lot of things. But that was that was pretty good because you're right. Like she gave zero fucks. Like Virginia's like. Oh, so sad and she's like left boob yeah. <laughs> my, my, right favorite was, my favorite was she's like crying and wants to take a shower and then she's like take your drawers off yeah I was cheering at the same time I'm like yeah do it <laughs> nah. a lot nah. of emotions in that yeah movie. yeah so yeah yes. I, don't, I don't think yes. I it was the, I, I, yeah, I don't know this movie's pretty horny I think it was the director's intended result I don't oh, yeah. I don't think he was trying to play it for, for trauma I think he was uh he's making something sexual out of it oh come on there was that that one little short scene way before this when virginia madison is in her bathtub and of course Scott's is it gonna... before this i think it's after it's this after, after. oh no, was it's it after, after this after. oh yeah after, no after. Well, listen yeah. i'm right on point then We're getting to that um <laughs> yeah she's re relaxing and, and, and you know and it, it was like you saw that the the, the lights and everything just concentrating right on her chest <laughs> like it was like you know the, the lights so... my eyes everything was yes. concentrating right on her chest i know yes. more lighting more lighting <laughs> yes the lighting fluffing, people fluffing. did their job and they did it well so where are we yeah i stopped taking so, notes but... about this point i lost my train of thought no. <laughs> <laughs> so we are at the point where we are uh she gets jail. bailed out yeah she gets yeah, she gets she is well, bailed before out before she gets bailed out remember mm -hmm. she's in jail and you know, the cop who was just friendly with her about catching yeah. another criminal is giving her some. He basically finally treated her black. It was just, like the whole <laughs> cops actually just they they were pretty hardcore about this shit. Yeah, about just like answer the fucking question. I was like, oh shit. You know, you yeah. Why, why would they bail her out? If they think the oh kid is God. missing, she has something to do with it. Why would you bail this lady? Is because she's white, right? I mean, why why would she get bailed thought, out? Well, There's I'm no assuming way she's getting bail. Privilege was supposed to work here. Privilege was yeah. supposed to work. It, it did well, not. She, but I was I was, was assuming that her man Trevor bailed her out. Yeah, but why would they let her out? Well, I mean, she's a, the kid's missing. They it, they find her with a knife bloodied in in the apartment. But that I found was that, another I found that strange, part yeah. about that. ridiculous. But that's another part about this is that we are dealing with a crazy person in Trevor, in our opinion, because it's three o'clock in the morning and she's trying to do her one phone call. And, uh, and he doesn't just, answer. There's he's nobody Trevor's there. out screwing around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we know who he's screwing because at yeah. the very first scene, she called him out early on. Yeah. Like, oh, you introduced me to Sarah. Something I need to know. You know? Mm -hmm. And that was kind of, uh, that was pretty hilarious. Oh, my God. Well, well the, the scene coming up with that young co ed was oh. freaking hilarious, man. Mm. But that's, yeah, we're, we're getting fucking kiss. Three o'clock oh in the God. fucking morning. Where's your man at? Yeah. Like, yeah, but we knew right away from the moment yeah. they introduced him and that yeah. young code. It was like, come on, dude. First scene. Yeah. It was Trevor's a catch. Every, every woman wants Trevor. Come on. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, that guy is also a character actor. There's been a lot of stuff. I, he was in Terminator. He played like the stepdad in uh, T2. He's uh, in T2. Oh, he's wow. like, uh, yeah, the little kid's uh, Edward Furlong's stepdad. 
No, the white yeah. trash oh. couple that yeah, were yeah. parents. Yeah. The one that gets the um the terminator blade through his head. <laughs> I remember the fuck I remember him from because I mean uh, th- these guys had some great filmography credits. It, it was pretty ridiculous. Oh, that's where I remember him from. I uh, Shanghai Noon. He's like in Shanghai Noon oh, also. Wow. Is that the Madonna? Yeah. Movie? No, oh, that's Owen Wilson and Jackie and, Chan, right? Jackie Chan, yeah. Okay, it's it was actually pretty terrible, but I I still watched it. Yeah, she gets bailed out eventually. I think next morning yes. she gets bailed out mm. and she goes back to the apartment. Is pretty much on house arrest. Uh, Trevor decides he needs to go out to get something, pack of cigarettes or something stupid, and uh, Bernadette comes over. Uh, I think the same time Candyman visits her in the apartment, right? Yeah. But then Bernadette starts knocking on the door and she's trying to tell, she's like almost paralyzed by Candyman. She's trying to tell Bernadette to go, but Bernadette comes on in. Yeah. He does. And she pays the price for it too. That's the saddest scene in the movie. It is. Yeah. I was sad for Bernadette. I wanted Bernadette to be there at the end, like battling Candyman. Yeah. But no, that does not happen, unfortunately. And um, she gets chopped up, 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 unfortunately. And again, again, she gets once again, again. the cops come and find Virginia Madsen with the weapon in her hand. Covered in blood. Covered in blood. Wowie, and uh, so we see how that the... white lady got bail. I don't know. No, <laughs> <laughs> equality time. happened in '92. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Setting, but uh, yeah, this time they take her to the loony bin basically, they yeah. strap her in, and they man, and and apparently she's like out of commission for like a month before she comes to right, something yeah. to that effect. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's a while. She, comes she finds that out her. during conversation. Remember he comes yeah. to visit her? Oh, oh, which is one of the best scenes in the movie. So when they have uh Virginia Madsen strapped down on this table in this asylum, wherever the hell they took her. And when Candyman comes to visit her and he's like floating right over her. Oh yeah, yeah. And and I love that little scene where you know he's he's going away. You see him floating on to like to under the bed and right there. They come in because she's screaming her head off, and he's she's like, he's under the bed, he's under the fucking bed, and they're like, yeah, bitch, whatever, like, nah, like they said, they, it was just put so you funny. to sleep, they're yeah, like, oh, this they sure did, psycho. yeah, yeah, they were like, oh, so from there we learn, uh, when she gets to see a doctor or somebody who's handling her case, mm-hmm. and that's where she learned it. That's where we learned that she's been out for like a month, and they show her a tape of her, of that that moment. When uh, Candyland visits her in the room, and of course they can't see anything happen. It's just her uh, strapped down to this table, flipping the fuck out. <laughs> Man, this guy gets offed in the worst way. Yeah. So, 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 so she's like, you know, she wants to prove to him what's going yeah, on. Yeah. So she and, summons. And I, yeah, and I figure she, at this point she figures she has nothing to lose, which she really doesn't at this point. And so she does the whole Candyman thing five times. There's a mirror on the wall. And I love the way they did this. They, so you see, they, they is a shot of the the guy behind his desk, and he's just mm-hmm. looking at her like, "Yeah." And and then suddenly, there's of course, there's a hook right goes right through his chest, mm-hmm. and Candyman comes tearing his ass apart. I can prove it. Huh? I can call him.
So, so wait a minute, I got a question. All right, so we just established she's been out for like a month, right? Supposedly. And so this whole time the kid's been missing. It's, for like a month. And Candyman has a kid. So is he like changing diapers? Is he feeding this kid? What is going on with this kid in this uh, in this apartment for the last month? Is Candyman like a good dad? Is he like uh, like playing with the kid? and Apparently you know, so. And the, kid out? Looked, the kid looked happy and healthy. Yeah, the I think kid he was, was doing a chilling. good job. Candyman's a good father. That's what we found out about this movie. <laughs> Candyman's a pretty good dad. I, I think that, that, that's the moral sense. of the story. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. in the projects. Maybe he went and got some wick. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think you know. I, I think the whole nine, bro. Like he's 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 looking out. You're you're. Yeah, right. I think he's all right guy. I think he's a stand up guy. Yeah. I like him. Got the formula, the everything, and listen, we in some shape or form, everything ties back to over the top. Yes. Look at that. Be a better dad than Stallone. Yeah, way better than dad. Yeah, on the Stallone scale, way yeah. better. Joe AP. I hope you're you would rather have Candyman as a dad, Joey. Yes. <laughs> so this guy um, who's working on Virginia Madison's cake is ripped up in his own office. I love that before he left, before Candyman left, he takes the time to undo Virginia Madison's restraints <laughs> to yeah, get exactly. her into further shit. Cause he's like, wow. no, bitch, you're gonna get the, you're gonna get the, the... you're gonna get blamed for this doctor. Yeah. So yeah, you <laughs> yeah, might get out of here for this one. I want to make sure. Um, and but this time she manages to escape the same way Candyman flew out the window. Please, Jose, Wait, go ahead. I have to say, so when he flies out the window, I told June if I was her, I would have been like, That's me, yes. <laughs> like, oh God, that I need a lift, yeah. Like, like we're, we're partners now, we're I'm an accomplice. He was like, out. Well, that was the speech he gave her before he flew out the window. He yeah. was like, He was like, You're mine, you're that's mine. it. Now you're officially mine, you're mm -hmm. done. Yeah, I would have been like, yo, take me with you. Are you going to leave me to take the rap and like what? But um, Virginia Madsen goes out the same way. She goes out the window. She goes over the ledge. Um, uh, She goes into another room. I think, did, did she knock out somebody? To yeah, yeah knocked out a nurse, nurse and took her uniform. Yeah, <laughs> took the nurse, yeah. Took she that sure blue did. uniform. Took her uniform yeah. and that's how she sneaks out of uh, that uh, whatever mean? prison. About the guy mm -hmm. laying in the bed while she's stripping the nurse. Oh my god. I'm sorry, but every time I see that scene, all I could think about is does he think it's hot or does he think it's crazy? Oh no, he's into it. That if I was that if I was that patient, I'd be just sitting back, like not not Virginia. hitting the call button or nothing and be like, like, Yeah, yeah go. Oh, he probably thinks he's just having hallucinations, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like his best dream right. ever. You couldn't tell by the express because his eyes were dead open, but he was just yeah. kind of blank stare. And he's like, I didn't know if he that, was actually. My eyes were very similar in that blood scene when <laughs> the bra, I looked just like that guy. So it's, it's, it's fine. I get it. The guy was like, can we just redo That's this amazing. scene? I'm not sure if I look crazy enough. Can we do this scene 10 more times? Oh, yeah. man. I know. <laughs> okay. So where are we? So, so Virginia, she, she, Virginia, Escaped, which, 
yeah i only had one little thing too it's just the fact that she had the presence of mind to like wipe the blood off of her face was kind of still throwing me off because i was just like i get that you understood that you had to sit and take off you know this uniform but just to get every little inch of blood off of her face down the elevator i was just like you know what? I I fuck with you, Virginia. We 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 could do crimes together, bro. Yeah, <laughs> she's just before CSI was oh, yeah. a thing. She, she was quite understood. thorough. She was quite yeah, thorough. Yeah, she, she, she hit the right spots too. It yeah. wasn't like no gas. It was like I know exactly where the blood is on my face. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now she's heading to Cabrini Green, right? Because now she ne- no, no, oh, no, 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 no. She, when she goes to her apartment. Yeah, this is the best Wait, part. This is that where the cops would go right away? If she escapes. Wouldn't the cops go right to her apartment and look for her? Trevor, I mean, he thought she had security in that apartment. How dare nah. you, Scott? Trevor was a she... stupid mofo, for real. It's like he, I mean, moved, I... he moved the young Cohen in right away. I mean, he had a yo, yeah. he Trevor is a pimp. He had yeah. a painting. Yeah, he, the he apartment. Got a, his other girl killed a couple people. He's yeah. uh he he's moving on. He's getting rid of uh, uh Helen's shit and he's uh, he's gonna have the apartment yeah. painted by his co edit. He had all her shit packed up and the young code was painting the apartment when, yeah. when uh Virginia Madsen walks in. And, and oh, but gosh. that was classic. She the terror in that young code's eyes was, was, oh, was they both were scared of her. They were both yeah, scared of her. Um, sitting his pants. Yeah, rightfully so. I mean, yeah, yeah. oh for sure. Yeah. But and then he even she even dared, yeah, go ahead, call the hospital, call the police, call the go ahead. I dare you. But um, they didn't, of course, until she left. But uh she does leave, and that's when she goes back to Cabrini Green. Yeah. Because at this point she yes. feels like, well, you know, and- I have to end this somehow. Yeah, and um, she what she catches Candyman in a nap. I mean, what what is Candyman yeah. doing? He's just taking a nap in there, chilling like a good father, taking a nap while the kids in the with the kids taking a nap too. And yeah, you know Candy, what's going on? Candy just kept having visions. The laziest yeah. slasher on earth. Wow. He's tired from all the killing he's doing. Yeah, yeah babysitting. I was like I didn't know he could sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, there's a lot of things that are unexplainable. I, I, I'm pretty sure that a dead person's not going to burn up in a fire either, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> First of all, it was well explained about the sleep. He's dealing with a child. Like, come on, man. Raising child? Come on. Yeah. You better take all the naps you can get, bro. Yeah, this brings us to the, you know, the climax, the big uh, finale. Virginia Mad- Madsen, you know, goes in to save the baby. Um, they have this big. Uh, it, it turns into Wicker Man for some reason. Yeah, where they have this big pile of furniture and stuff outside mm-hmm. of Cabrini Green Project. Yeah, they and, they have a burning like once a year. So, higher, so but there is yeah. there is a backstory to this too. So the the original um, story written by Clive Barker it takes place in England. It takes place in actually Liverpool. They did. It was supposed to be the movie was supposed to be shot there. The director had the idea to move to the U.S. Virginia Madsen was supposed to play the Bernadette character, and then some English oh. lady was going to play her role, play Helen. And then they decided to move it to the U.S. Give uh, and they they since they moved to Chicago, they did want to have some rep- representation and and have an African American co Bernadette. <laughs> so already like, laughing. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. I tried to sell. I tried to sell. Yeah, I tried to sell PC there. But so they they moved it to Chicago and uh, they had to change around. But the original story, the burning was for Guy Fox Day. So they were supposed to be, you know, they actually do that in England, you know. Oh. So yeah, yeah. Like so that that's one movie, why Natalie Porton. Yeah. 
Okay, with the Natalie Portman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, I think... uh, uh, V for Vendetta. Just yeah, like that. Yeah, gotcha. So, okay. It makes a Before we sense, get to man. that finale, though, isn't that yes. where we stab our guy, Candyman, but then mm-hmm. Candyman's like, hey, you know, sacrifice yourself for the baby, basically, is what he yeah. said, right? Mm-hmm. And then he threw some bees down her throat because that's kind of sexual. <laughs> yeah, and yeah they, they make out. Yeah, like they some yeah. bee make out. Oh, wait, um, my, but then she I... wakes up and she sees the picture of her of of the white lady that got that basically was impregnated, mm-hmm. and that's when we move to the final. I think because yeah, she sees this white the baby's lady not she's... there anymore, and that, mm-hmm. now she knows yeah. the baby is in the middle of that that uh, thing. And at the time, it's not going to be not lit on fire or anything. It's just a big pile outside. So she goes out there, and uh, of course, she has a hook in her hand for some reason. And uh, the the kid the kids like Candyman's inside there, so they go light it on fire with her inside of yeah. it. Yeah, Jake out here just I, I get that he wasn't supervised, and I get that these were some hard times. <laughs> yeah, but... where, where is Jake's parents? Exactly, like Candyman should have been his parent. Is basically what you're saying. <laughs> Maybe, he yeah. Can, Maybe I think in a way, Candyman did raise him, yeah, at least for the 2021 version, yeah. uh, which now I gotta watch. I'm gonna watch after this. I swear. But yeah, Jake over here is getting the townsfolk to be like, "Yeah, let's burn some shit in the hood." And I was just like, <laughs> "What the fuck? Like that's that's normal." Yeah. Helen's <laughs> trying to do the right thing, trying trying to get the kid out of there. Candyman, what shows up inside there and holds on to her, basically telling her that she needs to burn in the flames. They need to be together or whatever. I'm coming. get away from him she gets away from Candyman somehow does she, she like hit him with a, with a some, uh, like a piece of wood that's on fire and she stabs oh, fire stick yeah there yeah. yeah yeah once so, again I, I don't know how that would hurt Candyman, but yeah whatever <laughs> yeah not, not, not sure about that but yeah helen helen gets the kid out she's on fire but she gets the kid out gets a nice gruesome scene of her like burning her hair her weaves on fire mm-hmm. she's uh <laughs> her skin is melting but she does get the kid out. Oh, Good yeah. job, Helen. True hero. True Thank hero. <laughs> yeah. So I, I suppose, I guess uh, you suppose is that Helen dies. And then uh, the last, we, we go into the future and her ex-husband is in his apartment with wait, his... Wait, wait, wait. wait. His, oh, yeah, yeah. The funeral. The funeral. Oh, the funeral, too. The, oh, the funeral. One of my favorite, so, one of my yeah. favorite scenes. You know, simply because here's the funeral oh, for, for funeral Virginia now. Madsen's character. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we see Trevor there, a few people are there. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, every resident of Cabrini Green Projects shows yeah. up. Trevor's face. Flex. The look of horror. <laughs> yes. The the, the, the the look of fear and horror as this troop of 
people from the projects just who, who burned her alive by the way <laughs> yeah, they're exactly. the ones that did kill helen you know i know you're there to represent but you did you did murder helen you know <laughs> don't fuck with the hood yeah. like, the hood always for me exactly it's like damn they're coming for me now oh my goodness hood always protects crazy. their own oh but and but then, no i uh, yes go gosh. ahead Dana, please no that was just perfect though because you're right you had like Four white people, like him, his mistress, like yeah. the priest and snooty dude who talked about the article, oh, and yeah, then just yeah. every single black person in Chicago. <laughs> and just pans over. That's so, cool. yeah, no, I, I'm with you. Um, I was like, yeah. Oh, my God. That was a priceless. It was priceless. That was and a we, see, uh, we see little Jake come. Yeah. And he throws a hook. <laughs> Into the ground with her because we know really normal. That's like the hooks, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, from there, yes, we come. We come to the final scene yes, that Scott brought yes. up, which is uh Trevor and his young coed, and apparently, uh Trevor's already sick of his young coed because she uh, she's sick of bras and he's sick of her. Yes, it's, thank it's, you, it's, it's, she's wearing a see-through <laughs> shirt, <laughs> no bra. I'm like, what is going we on here? That we're watching it. We're like, okay, no bra for you. Man. This is what we doing. Yeah, Interesting whatever. choice, but okay. <laughs> he's he's already saw that outfit clearly. He's, yes, he's like yes. hated uh, it. <laughs> so so he's locked up in the bathroom. He's he's. For some reason, he's missing Virginia Madsen Hart. I, I would, well, I would be the same. I was I, well, listen, very yeah. summer this morning. I was missing her. I was <laughs> in, the, in the dark, you know, staring in the mirror. I was just saying, Helen, really slowly. Yeah, she once again, she did not appear. I, I would have been happy if she appeared behind me with a well, hook. I've been, that's cool. Well, but, that's uh, the best part the about it. Like, like uh-huh. this dude was like reminiscing about like, oh, I miss these home cooked meals and her coming to greet me at the door. Scott on the other end is like, I miss you crying and taking off that bra. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep, that's that's the hell I covered up. That's the hell I miss. Yeah. Just stained in blood. Just how I love you. But uh, yeah, that but, comes to the final scene where uh, Trevor takes it upon himself to say her name five times five times and she but, comes it, but he does it like in the way like where he's like saw like helen helen you know he's yeah. not doing the trying to summon her but the second he does like the second one you're like oh i know where this is going yeah, yeah he, I, I had totally forgot that scene and once he did it twice i'm like oh i i, I know it's about to happen yeah 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 and you're right he did start off he just saying he kind of said it in sorrow just saying her name and then by the third one you're like oh there's intent behind this yeah. And, uh, well, I don't think course... intent on him. The director's intent on it. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, lo and behold, there, there's Helen in, in all her glory with her bald ass self, and she's burned and <laughs> still look good to me. Yeah, she, I'll take Helen's it. still hot. And yeah, she well, she does the same thing to Trevor. She she gets her Trevor gets his comeuppance. Let's just say. Yeah. And uh, the young Coet finds him, and the young Coet had her. A knife in her hand. Confused. Yeah, yeah, so she probably enough. gets blamed for it as yeah, well. So she, yeah, and it's implied that she will probably be going through the same motions yeah. that Helen did. But yeah. uh, and that's where the film ends. That yeah, is candy. Clever man, ending. Yeah. Ah, so candy shall, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shall we go into uh how good was it, gentlemen? I think so. I think you know, this movie, uh, you know, nobody talked about success. It was made for I think six million dollars and it made like 
I want to say made like 27 million. So it was a, you know, a little bit of a success. I think this was a movie that did very well on uh, VHS after it came out, mm -hmm. you know, cable and VHS. I think, you know, it's where it got its cult classic uh, uh, label after that, you know, it's uh, it, it did well enough and spawned what two sequels and uh, basically three sequels. Let's get into how good was it? Who should we start with? Should we let our guests? Uh, I think we first, should let or? our guests. I think this yeah. is a, a Jose uh, uh, should start this out. This is uh, okay. a movie that's dear to him. Well, for me personally, I have seen this movie at least 10 times in the past 20 years. Right? It's like 20 years now. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and I told Jim that today was the first time I've ever seen it sober. <laughs> <laughs> but nice. it holds up under the influence and without the influence. Nice. I thought I think the movie's great. I think the acting, the background, just the setup of Cabrini Green, the um the the condominiums, mm -hmm. the condos that they were living in and how they compared them to Cabrini Green. All these little things just added up. You never, the one thing about this film for me is you never bored. No. It never gives you the chance to be bored because even though it stops to give you some drama between the husband and the wife and then it gives you that sort of you feel like you're in danger in the projects and then it gives you that whole supernatural thing with Candyman. There's so many elements to the movie that I think it holds up. It Definitely holds up. I think it's fucking great. I love it. It's still in my top ten horror films. Mm, wow. Okay. So, uh, so how good was it then, Jose? It was fucking good. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I want to hear. <laughs> that's how oh, it was awesome. Nice. Well, Dana, you picked this film, so why don't you give us your your review here? Man, this movie. From being terrified in ninety two, probably ninety three, when I watched it on VHS, the watching it now so many things go through my mind um clearly that trevor is a pimp and that uh <laughs> candy man dressed like a pimp um, yes. this was about some movie was about pimping and no you know th this this movie jose nailed it and i i love so much about this movie and i was i was very surprised i love just how they did the characters, how we went through the projects of Cabrini Green, and how I will never fuck with Chicago projects because, you know, dudes with hooks could punch you in the face. Um, you know, they did such a good job of just getting our characters to fall into just the right place at the right time, getting Jake at the right time where he's sitting there and calling out Helen at the police station or starting the mob to light the pyre, uh, getting, uh, you know, Vanessa Williams character to just play that mom in distress. Um, the crazy part to me is it could have been a hook. It could have been a fingernail clipper. It could have been anything. Like I, I, I just love just how everything was just set up. Um, so how good was it? This movie, I'm with you, Jose. This movie was fucking great. This movie was great. This this wow. movie, it, it for for being in 1992 and to hold up how it is now, like I'm gonna watch it again. Like I I really am. Uh, I mean, I, I I know there's things I have to, you know, understand have changed or not changed, but this original one, great job, great job all around by the cast, 
great job by the casting, uh, you know, the location, great job by everybody. So I, I'm a big fan of Candyman. This is a good movie. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Dana, uh, Dana uh, June. Me? Okay. Oh, Let's yeah. Why this. not? So it, this is a movie that I hadn't watched in quite a while. I, th I think since I first saw it uh, as a young man in the early 90s, I didn't watch this in the theater. I saw it when it, I believe it was probably by then on VHS or DVD as a rental. I remember my friend turning me onto this movie. I I don't even recall when it came out in the theater. I don't think it was a there was a big promotional push for it. I don't think they were really yeah. You know, it was a kind of a low budget movie, and as such, the marketing was was almost non existent. Um, it, as Scott mentioned before, I think once it uh was available you know, on VHS or DVD or what have you, that's when it developed a cult status, you know, a cult following. And uh, I can see why. Uh, Jose and I made it a point to say that we relate to this movie on a certain level because of uh, our background and where we grew up. And it still holds true. It, it, it would have been very easy for the people who created this film, the writer, the director, and such, to fuck this up. And they they went and they, they kind of treated that ideology of people in the projects, people growing up in the hood and what have you. They 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 respected it. You know, there, there was an over the top element as any horror movie should have. You can't have an, a horror or slasher movie without it, without having certain things exaggerated and blown up out of proportion. The perfect example for me was uh, uh, Vanessa Williams, is it? Uh -huh. Her performance, right? She was stellar. But at the same time, there was a touch of campiness and over the top. Uh -huh. Because if I would have seen a woman like this in real life, in my neighborhood, I would have walked away from her. That's that's a mental patient right there. Crazy lady talking about her baby. I don't know what's wrong with her. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> but... But but yeah, I mean, it, it was just enough of over the topness of campiness. You can't have a slasher film with having at least a, a small degree of campiness. I mean, the idea of some maniac, you know, going around doing things like such as this, even the, especially with the supernatural element thrown on top of it. Yeah, it's going to lead to, you know, <laughs> bullshit, <laughs> but it's how you handle that bullshit. And, and this film handles it well. Um, this is a fun movie. This movie is a fun ride. It's still a fun ride. I was surprised at how much I can still appreciate it. I thought um, it would have diminished. This is the second time. No, no. I can say it's about the third time I watched this movie. But I hadn't watched it again in a long time. And it still holds up. It's a fun ride. Uh, uh, is the, the main character, is it uh, Tony Todd? Mm -hmm. it Tony? Yes. He was stellar in this. He, yeah. he yeah. had the voice. He had the presence. He made that role. Um, under anyone else, it wouldn't have been the same. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 lent a lot of presence to this role. I mean, he had very few lines. Yeah. Well, probably where the new movie went wrong was he wasn't in it till they superimposed his face at the very end of the movie oh, for a second. Yes. Other than yes. that, he wasn't in it. It's like, no, he's Candyman. You can't have someone else be Candyman. Yeah, he personified this character. He gave it life. He gave it a uh the lasting staying power that this movie has had it, it's it's mainly due to him virginia madsen was great in her role 
Um, but we already knew she was a, a good actress from all her numerous roles back then. She, you know, mm -hmm. by this time, I, I, I'm not sure if this was a early on a career or maybe more towards the no, by about she, eight, yeah, eight years into her career, I believe. Yeah. yeah, she had already had a good roster of films behind her. Yeah, I think um, this was her first leading leading role. Okay, okay, but she did she did well. She did yeah. this well. Everybody in this movie did their roles and they did them well. Um, it, it was no surprise to me as Scott said he dug up the facts and said that you know the, the gangs in the hood at that time insisted on being in the movie and, and it, you can tell you can tell those those few scenes with these guys and I was like those were the guys down in that, my that, corner that's why Trevor was scared at the funeral Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a, he was <laughs> it wasn't that little kid actor at the front it was a gang member who was right behind him he was, he was truly scared the director didn't tell him about that scene what was gonna happen <laughs> That, they snuck that shit up on them. So, yeah, man, I mean, uh, Candyman, what else can I say? A fun ride, uh, simple movie, simple premise, but most of these films are um, just enough to get you scared, get just enough to get you going and, and to stick with this and see it through. And it delivers. It delivers. Yes, horror movies, slasher movies, by nature, most of them are very campy and corny. You know, we just did Friday the 13th for our last episode. And that was like over the top corniness. But there was a charm to it that that lasts. And that's why films like this do last. That's why they stay in the in the pop culture as it was. Um, how good was Candyman for me? It was very good. I, I'm not going to give it a damn good. My highest. That's a damn good. Oh. I'm going to give it a very good because I enjoyed it. It was fun visiting this. I would watch this movie again. So, yeah. Go, Scott. All right. So, Candyman. Um, yeah, I hadn't seen this movie since I saw it um, in the theaters, you know, 1992. Um, I didn't really remember a lot of it until, you know, we talked about it. And uh, started, once I started watching it, the movie all kind of came back to me. But, you know, it was, uh, I was really struck by how, uh, how good it looks. I mean, from from the get go, yeah. it, it it's filmed really well. And the guy, the director, really, he's directed a lot of stuff, but it's all seems like he's an English director, and it all seems like English movies that didn't really play over here. And you know, I was surprised because I I think he handled it very well, and he handled horror quite well too. I think he could have gone on to do a lot of great stuff. He did some modern day Frankenstein film with um with Andrew Garfield in it that I don't think anyone saw, but yeah, it didn't look like he did much horror after this. And uh, he did, he handled it really well. And I think it was smart to move it from England to move it over here. And um, yeah, the acting is great. Uh, Virginia Madison, I, I'm fan. <laughs> yeah, whatever she's in from now on, I'm, I'm a fan. Um, but Tony Todd, yeah, iconic. He definitely is Candyman. I, I think if I've seen him, I, you know, he was in The Rock, and I can, you know, remember watching The Rock thinking, like, oh, Candyman's in this film, too. So, yeah, he'll always be Candyman. And, yeah, that's where the new film goes wrong is by not making him continue to be uh, Candyman. It was great. I I, I think um, I didn't find it scary this time. I think I knew where all the scares were coming from. But I think it's a very well-made film. And I think it, as a comparison to Friday the 13th, it it's night and day better than Friday the 13th. That was uh that looked like a piece of garbage next to this film. This film, you know, is is for a horror film is very well made. 
And I, I think they were trying to, to make a point uh, a lot about gentrification. And uh, I think they, they did a good job of making that point as well. So yeah. Yeah. How good was it? I think on a scale of, <laughs> of, of one to 10, I think I'm going to go with it. It, it, it was damn good. It, oh, it's one, okay. one hook up. I've been holding this hook for the whole oh podcast, waiting, waiting for that. Just waiting for that Scott, scene. For the for the listeners, look, you may not see this, and you may not, but Scott chose the perfect moment to reveal his uh, hook hand, yeah. and very effective. He pulled it out yes. at, the, at the perfect moment. Great timing, Scott. When I said I said Helen in the in the mirror five times and nothing happened. Something happened. <laughs> I assumed it was a boner, but that's pretty good. As well. All I, I wanted a boner, all I got was a hook, but it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Scott provided the perfect capper to this episode. Man. I cannot top that. Uh, you have our verdicts. Uh, for the most part, I think we can agree that we had fun with this movie. No, I think a great, great choice, guys. I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed uh, revisiting this. I didn't enjoy revisiting Friday the 13th and even American Werewolf in London, I thought was, was fine. I didn't think it was amazing. Yeah, this, yeah. this film is way better than both of those. Yeah. It's been the highlight so far of our Fright Month. Absolutely. Sure. So, and surprisingly enough, you, I would have thought yeah. like American Werewolf was, I, I, I swore that was going to be the one to, to like, yeah you know get me all super nostalgic but it was like okay so far as candy man candy man is is owning the month right now yes yes delicious candy Um, and with that i guess we could bring this this one to a close please continue to tune in to our fright month we have uh two more tuesdays left after this i think I believe so. I believe and, Exorcist is coming up. Yes, I believe we have Exorcist. And uh, of course, we have the Capital of course, for Halloween. Halloween. Of course. Yeah, so please stay tuned for that. Thank you so much to our guests. Thank you, Dana. And thank you, Jose. Our thank door is always you. open. It's always a pleasure to have you guys. It was so much fun to have you guys join us this week for both halves, which was great. Um, Joe AP, get your ass back in your podcast chair. Uh, I look forward to seeing you next week. I wouldn't be surprised if I don't. I think you're hiding scared right now <laughs> under the sheets. That's how I envision you. And until you come back, I'm not going to envision you otherwise. So get your ass back to work here. Like, follow, subscribe. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for supporting. How good was it? Stay tuned. We have a lot of new crap coming up. And with that, please say bye, everyone. Ellen, 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 Ellen. What movie would you like us to review? Drop your suggestions by hitting us up at howgoodwasitpod at gmail.com.